Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the April 1st episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at number 648 to 650 of the Catechism. 2. The Resurrection, a work of the Holy Trinity. 648. Christ's resurrection is an object of faith in that it is a transcendent intervention of God himself in creation and history. In it, the three divine persons act together as one and manifest their own proper characteristics. The Father's power raised up Christ his Son and by doing so perfectly introduced his Son's humanity, including his body into the Trinity. Jesus is conclusively revealed as Son of God in power, according to the Spirit of Holiness by his resurrection from the dead. St. Paul insists on the manifestation of God's power through the working of the Spirit who gave life to Jesus' dead humanity and called it to the glorious state of lordship. 649. As for the Son, he effects his own resurrection by virtue of his divine power. Jesus announces that the Son of Man will have to suffer much, die and then rise. Elsewhere he affirms explicitly, I lay down my life, that I may take it up again. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. We believe that Jesus died and rose again. 650. The Fathers contemplate the resurrection from the perspective of the divine person of Christ, who remained united to his soul and body, even when these were separated from each other by death. By the unity of the divine nature, which remains present in each of the two components of man, these are reunited. For as death is produced by the separation of the human components, so the resurrection is achieved by the union of the two. Very well, so we continue this. Um, meditation on the resurrection, looking at um, the role of the Trinity. That our faith is a Trinitarian faith, that we believe in one God, but this one God has shown himself to us as a Trinity, as Father, Son and Holy Spirit. And that, yes, in a sense, Christ's earthly life, Jesus' earthly life was... um, was to uh, what what was especially involving Jesus as the second person of the Trinity, that the Son is the one in a sense who's closest to us, who's most known to us. But Christ's whole mission was to reveal the Father. He came to show people His Father, and He came so that we could so that we could inherit His Holy Spirit, and so everything is bound up together. This uh, communion that I've spoken about so often comes in again into this um, view of the resurrection. That the resurrection is a work of the Trinity. It's not simply Jesus. It's not that Jesus went on holidays from heaven, leaving the Father and the Holy Spirit behind there, and that he's going back at some stage and he'll show them his photographs. Uh, It's not this. That the whole Trinity is involved in everything. And that the whole Trinity is involved in the um, resurrection of Christ, And again, here's a section of the Catechism that I find very beautiful, or a section of the mystery of faith also. The fact that that he brings his humanity, including his body, into the Trinity. That this introduction of Christ's humanity, this introduction of the body, the mortal body of Jesus, the body that people were able to, um, to see, the body that the Virgin Mary gave birth to, 
the body that his friends uh, were able to hug, the body that laid hands on, uh, on those who were sick, the body that lifted up the sinners. This body is now in heaven. And that this uh, is, and is in the Trinity, is incorporated into God himself. And this gives us great hope that oftentimes we think our humanity is weak and oftentimes our humanity is weak. Oftentimes we say the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak, which again is taken from the gospel, so it's true. But to see that our weak, weak, frail humanity has been incorporated, has been integrated, has become part of the Trinity, has become part of the Godhead, and that this is a great hope for all of us. So very well, tomorrow we'll continue. And tomorrow we'll be looking at number 651 to 655. God bless.